Hey, uh, hey guys, this is Kyle from Toko Munchies Podcast, and just giving a big shout out to my good friend, a nerd with a phone. If you want some silky, smooth ear candy, then jump on and listen to a nerd with a phone. I like the way this guy talks. It's, it's comforting. It's nice. So make sure you listen to a nerd with a phone, and also drop over to Tokyo Munchies Podcast, listen to me, and drop by tokyomunchies.tiktail.com and get some Japanese candy. Booyah! Can you smell what Tokyo Munchies is cooking? Welcome back to Nerd with the Phone Podcast, where it is always time to get nerdified. We got some fun, nerdy news on its way to you next. to Nerd with the Foam podcast, where it is always time to get nerdified. I'm your host, Charles. We got an It's News to Me London edition coming up right now. And in the interest of full disclosure, I have never been to London, though I would love to come to London at some point in my life. It's a bucket list type of thing. But uh, 
you know, those that have listened for a while, we know how we do. It's news to me. It's just fun little factoids, things like that. And I've done this for uh, the state in the United States that I live in, Indiana. Some fun things to do, that type of thing. That's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Fun things to do in London. If you happen to be going there this weekend of the uh, 21st through the 24th, we'll say, you know, these time exchanges, they make it a little difficult for us Americans to tell, you know, because you guys are a day ahead of us, I think. I think that's what it is. Not real sure, but I'm sure the internet will let me know. But among the things I want to make sure to get to and mention on this It's News to Me London edition is the fact that today or tomorrow, depending on when you listen to this, um, Ozzy Osbourne's latest album, Ordinary Man, will be out. And uh, when I think of London, I can't help but think of Ozzy <laughs> as an Indiana boy growing up here in Indiana and everything. Um, like Bark at the Moon, everything. It's just an amazing career that he's had. A uh, bit of a sad note to start out on with... Um, him recently coming out and admitting that he's had Parkinson's for a very long time, since 03, the reports say. But, um, yeah, one of those things. Uh, if you're an Ozzy Osbourne fan, definitely pick up that album. Because um, Under the Graveyard is one of the best metal rock tunes I've heard in a very long time. So um, the rest of the album is probably going to be just as good, if not better. All right, and um, I mean, you know, Ozzy's Ozzy, Prince of Darkness. I'm going to link an article from the LA Times in the show notes so you can read up on the craziness and happenstance that is Ozzy Osbourne, what's going on with him in 2020. But uh, I wanted to take a minute here and rant, as I usually do, uh, because I've had this question in my mind, and I figured this episode is as good of a time as any to uh, bring it up. I've posed it to friends and family before on this, but uh, here in the United States, at least here in Evansville, Indiana, where I live, uh, we keep seeing commercials for a streaming service called BritBox. And it has all these shows from the United Kingdom and everything um, that uh, they tell us are really the best shows from England and, everything like that, in which I'm not doubting that they are. It's just that I wonder, I mean, because I know you guys have uh, Netflix and you have Hulu and things like this. So, I mean, is there an American version of BritBox is what I'm wondering? And does it actually contain anything good? Or is it just like the shows that were canceled after one season on PBS? You know, <laughs> things I wonder about, you know. All right, and Dreadful Rock was chiming in from far, far away from the mic. So I wanted to let him get up close to the mic here and say what he said because it cracked me up. If there is anything like that over there from uh, this is just what was canceled from Fox during the first two two years. Okay, so, so basically... One or two season done shows from Fox, and that's all it's going to be? 
if they even lasted one or two seasons, most of them only lasted like one or two episodes. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <clears throat> We're looking at you, Generation X. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, let's see here. Uh, on the London side of things, what's going on this weekend? Things that I would actually do myself. Nerd with a phone one, Charles. What I, I would actually do this weekend. Things I would do. Um, the number one thing I wrote down here after doing some research is uh, Jack the Ripper tour and walkabout. Um, it's at Ald, Aldgate and... Um, that's out off the tube, all gate off the tube. But, um, yeah, as most of the world is, I am pretty much fascinated with Jack the Ripper. That, that whole thing about him, not, you know, nobody seems to be able to agree who he was only that it happened. And I mean, that's a mystery that seems to stand the test of time, even when, Modern interpretations and investigations seem to maybe pinpoint to it being possibly H.H. Holmes, but I still think there's a leap of logic that has to be made there. But I don't know. But the website from which I got the information here says that the, um, the ticket price on that is uh, 15 quid. I think that's how you guys say it. <laughs> huh? Yeah, that's what I said. 15 quid. And um, it's uh, various times. So basically, it's not just a weekend thing, but you London Knights know that. Um, the Blues Kitchen Gospel Singers at the Blues Kitchen at Brixton. $5, five quid club scene. Relax after a long day of learning about the grotesque manner in which people died by Jack the Ripper. That seemed like a fun time. <laughs> it's a blues thing, and I know um, I know that Slash of Guns N' Roses fame has played there on several occasions. It's a favorite spot of his when he's in town in London to go play. Just do a random, hey, I'm here, I'm going to play kind of thing. So would definitely take a chance on maybe him being there. You know, <laughs> and finally, on the list of things that I would do, Nerd with the Phone One would actually do were I in London this weekend, I would go on the James Bond treasure hunt with real treasure, you know, um, and the price on that was 16 quid to 40 quid. So I'm imagining the higher tier gives you the better chance at finding some really good treasure. I'd imagine that's how that works. It's probably some kind of mystery to solve, make you feel like James Bond, or at least attempt to make you feel like James Bond. I know what I look like. I'm never going to feel like James Bond, no matter how hard anybody tries to make me feel like it. But uh, it's one of those. <laughs> Seems like it would be a fun time as a James Bond fan. Um other things of note um, from England, um, 2000 AD, the comic series uh, was published on February 
26th or 26th February, as you guys say it across the pond. So this coming 26th is the 43rd anniversary of 2000 AD. And for those that don't know, um, that is the comic series, the anthology in which uh, Judge Dredd was first produced. And um, I believe he has came home in recent years. Uh, that whole publishing house does Judge Dredd now, I believe. At least as far as the research I did before recording this. Um, and I know the comics are available there. Not sure if Marvel still has any ties to that or DC. But that was a pretty cool find. Thank you, Dreadful Rock, for pointing that out. <laughs> and um, also... And this, another little rant coming up here. We'll get to it. But um, the differences between Dennis the Menace, for you guys in London, and us here in America, is like an Elseworlds story in comic books. Like, it just is. Like, th they're completely different characters. 100% completely different characters. I would have thought I was being trolled had Dreadful Rock not pulled up the actual comics online and then showed me the cartoon version, which is even more weird in comparison to what I know as Dennis the Menace. It's like, let me put this in a way you guys might understand. It's like if Garfield were different in different regions and, and instead of being a giant orange cat, he was like a hamster. And black. <laughs> oh, man. Trevor Rock's got something to say here. The look on your face when I showed you the picture, you nearly smacked me across the room. <laughs> and called me a freaking liar. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's just one of those deals. Wait, wait, what do you mean there's another Dennis the Menace that's not Dennis the Menace, but is Dennis the Menace? You're like, what? <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was Dennis the Menace. I was basically Dennis the Menace. The Dennis the Menace from the American, American from the American comic, right? That look, that feel, the calic in the back hanging up, the blonde hair, the freckles, the getting in trouble for doing stupid stuff. That was 100% me. Never even heard of the British version until researching this episode. And boy, talk about culture shock, man. I didn't think I was going to get that much culture shock out of researching an episode about London. Um, <laughs> Never ask me for strange trivia unless you want to smack across your face. <laughs> I call him the vault of knowledge, folks. There's a reason for it. Um, drug for rock, everybody. <laughs> we'll be right back to finish up the show right after this. All righty, all righty. Thank you for listening through those commercials. Ah, uh, man. All right. I hope 
that you guys have had fun tonight listening. That is the point. That is why we say get notified. Get notified means get happy. And in general, we get happy about movies, television, comic books, video games. Sometimes I talk about politics, but most of the time I avoid it because, I mean, it's a headache. Sometimes you can't help it. You get a big enough subject, you got to talk about it sometimes. That is the podcast job, I feel. But the point is, the reason I was inspired to do this episode is because of a recent follower follow over on Twitter, and that would be Podcast Radio, followed me on Twitter, Nerd with a Phone 1 on Twitter to stay in the know for the show and myself. All you gotta do, you can get the episodes there. Not a big problem or anything, but Podcast Radio, they have an app on iOS and Android. It's 100% free app. And what they do is it's an old style, it's like AM radio used to be, right? Where it's all talk, wall to wall, and they just kind of play one podcast after another, and they curate it, alright? So, I mean, no telling what you're going to hear on there. I'm sure if you go over to the website, they'll tell you when various podcasts are playing and that kind of thing, alright? But you don't know until you try it. It's really cool. They've modernized it. Sounds great. Check out Podcast Radio and just tune into them because you never know. You might actually hear this podcast there. All right. I'm Charles Higg, a nerd with a phone. You've been you. He's been Drub for Rock 574, and we will talk to you next time. Peace. Thank you.